0: In today's show, Elon Musk says Bitcoin will make it, but it might be a long winter. I'll be sharing with you the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. And this just in, FTX CEO Bankman Freed started to liquidate his real estate properties. He just listed his $40 million penthouse in the Bahamas for sale, which was his main residence. Also, quoting Edward Snowden, there's still a lot of trouble ahead. But for the first time in a while, I'm starting to feel the itch to scale back in, referring to the crypto industry. Also in today's show, Skybridge Capital CEO Anthony Scaramucci urges bankman free to tell the truth about the FTX debacle. That's right, he actually flew to his residence in the Bahamas. Quoting Scaramucci here, when the crisis hit over the weekend, I made a unilateral decision to fly down to the Bahamas on Tuesday in the spirit of helping. The original idea was this is a rescue finance situation, and we can somehow help, which would obviously help the entire industry. Also in today's show, Crypto.com's Kronos is in trouble, but a 50% price rebound is in play. I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, Salvadoran President Nayib Bokele says Bitcoin is the opposite of FTX. As he tweeted here, FTX is the opposite of Bitcoin. Bitcoin's protocol was created precisely to prevent Ponzi schemes, bank runs, Enrons, Worldcoms, Madoffs, and Bankman Freeds, bailouts, and wealth reassignments. Some understand it. Some, not yet. We are still early. Also in today's show, Bitcoin and crypto markets pop as Binance CEO. CEO announces an industry recovery fund. That's right. Quoting him here to reduce further cascading negative effects of FTX. Binance is forming an industry recovery fund to help projects who are otherwise strong, but in a liquidity crisis. More details to come soon. In the meantime, please contact Binance Labs if you think you qualify. Also in today's show, Rich Dad Poor Dad author Robert Kiyosaki says I'm a Bitcoin investor. And when Bitcoin hits a new bottom, I get excited. Quoting him here from a recent tweet. Bitcoin? Worried? No, I'm a Bitcoin investor, as I am an investor in physical gold, silver, and real estate. I'm not a trader or a flipper. When Bitcoin hits a new bottom, 10000 to $12,000, I will get excited, not worried. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. <music> net. I want to welcome everyone tuning in to today's episode number 1103. I am your host JV. Today is November 14th, 2022. I want to welcome everyone. There is a lot to cover. Obviously, we got Bitcoin currently trading at 16,600. So let's dive right into today's market watch, shall we? You can see Bitcoin and Ether finally back in the green after a pretty big correction yesterday, which sent Bitcoin back into the 15,000. Keeping in mind, the current low is 15,600. We got Binance Coin, XRP, Dogecoin, Litecoin, Cardano, Polkadot, and Solana all correcting and in the red, while just Matic and Unic- uh, Uniswap and just a few are in the green. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, we can see the market cap on the decline at 831 billion dollars, with 83 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance also in the decline at 38.2 percent, with the Ether dominance at 18.3 percent. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours trust wallet token up 122% for the week and 30% for the day, trading at $2.58. And I don't blame why this uh, project is pumping. I believe this was developed by the Binance uh, team. And this is a decentralized wallet not connected to any individual exchange. And at a time like this with the FTX debacle, again, it doesn't surprise me. We got KuCoin token up 21% for the day, like whoa, trading at $7.81. And Convex Finance up 13%, trading at $4.21. And Kronos had a nice bounce back today after a pretty epic uh, drop of around 30% just yesterday. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see it's been a bloody week, to say the least, mass (laughs) losses for the altcoins with FTT token down 94%. TWT, literally the only one in the green, up 125%. And the average loss here is like anywhere from 30 to 40%, which is insanity. Also, as you can see here, one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index shows we're currently rated a 24 in Extreme Fear. Yesterday was a 22. Last week, a 33. And last month, a 24 in Extreme Fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, Extreme Fear can be a sign investors are too worried. That could be a great, buying opportunity aka btfd buy that freaking dip and when investors are getting too greedy that means the market is due for a correction so there you have it welcome everyone just tuning in as you can see the entire crypto market is at a discount right now all thanks to the debacle of bankman freed and the entire ftx and alameda uh into, uh organizations which is impacting this entire industry right now. So let's dive right into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and share with you the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market uh this week. Let's start with number one, crypto braces for a fresh FTX fallout. While little is for certain in the current crypto market environment, it is safe to say FTX in its aftermath is now the number one source of Bitcoin price volatility. The weekly chart, which you can see here, says it all, a negative $5,500 $5, red candle for the seven days to November thirteenth, to the lowest weekly close since mid-November of 2020, which you can see in this chart, and at this time, Bitcoin is still trading around sixteen thousand six hundred, reappearing as a relief bounce after the Bitcoin slash USD pair wick to just fifteen thousand seven hundred on Bitstamp overnight. Now, the story is far from over when it comes to FTX, as firms with exposure to the exchange and related entities find themselves in trouble. And now for the second factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, Bitcoin bouncing from 15.7 as Musk puts faith in BTC. That's right, against the backdrop of ongoing uncertainty, making price predictions is thus no easy task, turning onto the moving average convergence divergence known as the MACD. Analyst Matthew Hyland warned Bitcoin's three-day chart was about to repeat. A bearish setup, which led to losses both times it appeared in 2022. Quoting him here, Bitcoin, three-day MACD, is in a position to cross bearish tomorrow for the first time since April. It can be avoided if Bitcoin can get positive price action before the three-day closes. Previous two crosses in the past year resulted in further downwards price action. Now, Highland nonetheless noted that after the 2014 Mt. Gox hack, Bitcoin took almost a year to find a macro price bottom. After the initial shock, as he shares here, it hasn't been 11 days since FTX closed up, he added. And now for the third factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, quiet macro week sees focus on stocks correlation. That's right. The picture outside of the crypto further underscores the extent in which FTX has marked the black swan event for the entire industry. While Bitcoin and alts were busy shedding in excess of 25% in days, U.S. stock markets recovered from losses earlier in the month. As such, research firm Santiment notes, there is a clear divergence occurring between Bitcoin and risk assets, this helping to break a correlation that has endured throughout the past year. Quoting them here, as the trading work week closes, the week's story is the distinct separation between crypto after the FTX fall from grace and equities summarized in a tweet last week. Should Bitcoin traders trust recover after unfortunate events, there is a bullish divergence forming with the S&P 500. So there you have it. Now for the next factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, by the dip fever hits as miners sell slow. While many existing hodlers are attempting to withdraw coins from exchanges or figure out how to nurse losses, not everyone is sitting still. On-chain data suggests that Bitcoin... May still hit multi-year lows or I mean, we just hit multi-year lows last week of 15.6 as investors, both big and small, took the opportunity to buy the dip. And according to on-chain analytics firm Glassnode, wallets containing between one and 10 Bitcoin saw a dramatic massive increase, which you can see in this chart. The trend also appears to be playing out amongst the largest hodler cohort, the mega whales of Bitcoin. These entities with a wallet balance of 10,000 BTC or more are also growing and now number almost 130, which you can see here as as per glass node quoting crypto rover whales are accumulating at a pace never seen before that's right and now for the next factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the bitcoin market sentiment data offers a modicum of hope That's right. Predictably, overall crypto market sentiment took a major hit thanks to FTX. But is it really all that bad? Well, according to the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, the industry may, in fact, be taking a slew of bad news in its stride. Over the weekend, the index's score touched a local low of 20 out of 100, firmly characterizing the market mood as one of extreme fear. That represents a 50% drop versus the peak of 40 out of 100 seen on November 6, marking a three-month sentiment high. Nonetheless, 2022 has seen much lower scores with the fear. Greed reaching just six out of a hundred over the course of the year and should further fallout hit, even a fresh fifty percent dive from the current levels would only take sentiment to the area, which normally marks macro price bottoms for the King Crypto of around a hundred or I mean ten out of one hundred. And now for Bankman Fried's residents in the Bahamas, priced at around forty million now for sale. Lo and behold, remember that video he did trying to tell you about how he wanted to give away billions of dollars. Well, first and foremost, mission accomplished. Congratulations, Bankman Freed. You have officially given away your fortune, which you attained through fraudulent activity. Unfortunate to say. And he also was saying, yeah, I only drive around this Toyota Corolla. Who needs a Lambo? But meanwhile, the dude was living in a $40 million penthouse. Go figure. Now, Edward Snowden just recently tweeted, there is still a lot of trouble ahead. But for the first time in a while, I'm starting to feel the itch to scale back in. Let's freaking go. And his last tweet was uh, about Bitcoin was March 13th of 2020. He said, this is the first time in a while I felt like buying Bitcoin. That drop was too much panic and too little reason. And lo and behold, the Bitcoin price is almost back at that level, back from March of 2020. Insane, to say the least. And now let's break down our next story of the day. But first, want to welcome everyone just tuning in into today's episode. We're going to be doing some live Q&A a little later on in the show, which is exclusively for those who attend here on YouTube, as this is first and foremost a video show. So if you're listening to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify, be sure to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net and vice versa. If you're only watching on YouTube, be sure to check out the podcast sometime on iTunes as well as on Spotify, as we're currently receiving over 400,000 downloads per month. Now let's discuss Sky, bridge capital ceo who used to work for donald trump Anthony Scaramucci, he flew down to the Bahamas because recently, Bankman Freed bailed out his company, Skybridge Capital. So there's probably some shenanigans going on. And obviously, Bankman Freed, I'm sure, misled him as an investor as he's been misleading literally everyone. But let's break this down, uh, shall we? The chief executive of Skybridge Capital is urgent FTX founder Bankman Freed to be more transparent about the exchange platform's recent collapse. In a new interview on CNBC Squawk Box, Scaramucci implores former Uh, uh, (laughs) FTX CEO Bankman Freed to tell the truth to investors and regulators about exactly what happened to the bankrupt crypto exchange. The veteran hedge fund manager says he paid a visit to Bankman Freed in the Bahamas this week and came away from the meeting feeling uneasy, which is not a good sign. Quoting Scaramucci, when the crisis hit over the weekend, I made a unilateral decision to fly down to the Bahamas on Tuesday in the spirit of helping. The original idea was this is a rescue finance situation and we could somehow help, which would obviously help the entire industry. But when I got to the Bahamas, it became clear, at least from some of the people that worked on the legal and compliance team, that perhaps there was more going on, which is being a rescue situation. So when I left the Bahamas in the afternoon, I was actually distressed. I don't want to call it fraud at this moment, because that's actually a legal term. And none of us know, and we have to leave it up to the regulators. And obviously, we have to give everybody a presumption of innocence. But I have to tell you, I am distressed about it. I don't like it for the industry. Now Scaramucci goes on to plead with Bankman Fried to stop creating long Twitter threads and come out with the absolute truth as he shares here. I would implore Sam and his family to tell the truth to their investors, get to the bottom of it, stop 22 tweets, but get themselves in front of a regulator and explain what actually happened. And if there was fraud, let's clean it up to the extent possible and repair the accounts. At FTX. Now Scaramucci also says the short term goal is working on purchasing back the Skybridge capital equity he sold to FTX Ventures earlier this year. He also knows that Bankman Fried violated the trust he and other investors put in him, quitting him here. For myself, I'll be working on buying back my equity and restoring that. The bad news is, and I'll say this very candidly to everyone, I liked and like and trusted Sam and that violation of trust didn't just go to me, but 20 plus venture capitalists and people around the world that trusted the brand, trusted the technology, I would recommend to the family members of Sam himself to get a regulator and disclose everything and to watch this video, Scaramucci did on Squawkbox. Box, check the show notes, below the video in the description. And what are your thoughts surrounding what Scaramucci had to share? Obviously, talk about being extremely distressed as I would too. If he had to hop on a private jet or a plane to to meet up with Bankman Freed to discuss this, and he was still distressed. It is not looking good, and this is an extremely bad situation, which uh, unfortunately affects everyone in the crypto industry, and many experts are saying this has set us back at least one to two years. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss... A potentially troubled exchange where the CEO accidentally sent like 340 million, if I'm misquoted, please correct me in the comments, to the wrong address and then had to apologize. And there is a lot of interesting things going on with this exchange right now to where it's on watch. So if you have crypto currently sitting on crypto.com, the exchange, yes, the official sponsor of the UFC, then remove your crypto off the exchange or forever hold your peace, not your keys, not your tees Cannot stress this enough, but let's break down what is happening, shall we? Crypto.com's native token, Kronos, is showing restraint November 14th against mounting sell pressure, building in the wake of the FTX dramatic collapse last week. Now the CRO slash USD pair is eyeing a watershed price recovery. On the 14th, CRO's price wobbled between profits and losses, trading around 6.9 cents a day after crashed into 5 cents, its lowest level since April of 2020. That's a 60% price decline from the November peak of around 17 cents. Now the period of CRO's price decline occurring alongside a sharp drop in the token's perpetual futures funding rates. Funding rates are reoccurring payments made by traders based on the difference between the prices and the futures and the spot market. A positive funding rate means bullish traders, which are long positions, pay bearish traders, which are short positions, representing their confidence about a price rally. And conversely, a negative funding rate means short traders pay long traders to keep their positions open. On November 14th, Kronos's funding rates on Hobby Global and OKX dropped to a Minus three percent, showing traders are extremely bearish on the token, probably as they should be. Quoting on-chain analyst Dylan Leclaire, this is literally the exact same dynamic that occurred before Celsius and FTX collapsed. He warned, now the crypto or Kronos sell-off started from fears of contagion amid the FTX fiasco, particularly concerns of Crypto.com, a Singapore-based crypto exchange, would collapse in the same manner of FTX. And at the core of these worries is potential insolvency, with analysts pointing out that Crypto.com is holding low-liquid cryptos like Shiba Inu. That's right, 20% of their holdings is in the super-ish coin Shiba Inu. What in the world is going on? That is absolutely insanity. Check this out. They hold 1.6 billion worth of assets accounting for 60%. 40% of those assets are low liquidity assets like Shiba Inu. And in addition, Crypto.com also moved 210 million worth of stable coins from Binance and Circle before demonstrating its reserves to the public. Binance CEO CZ confirmed the move, urging caution the day before. Kronos dropped to its April 2020 low, quoting CZ here. If an exchange have to move large amounts of crypto before or after, they demonstrate their wallet addresses. It's a clear sign of problems. Stay away. So there you have it. You've been warned. And what's more, crypto.com also misconducted a $400 million Ether transaction. That's what I'm talking about. Sending it to gate.io exchange wallet instead of its cold storage. And later the exchange did manage to recover the funds, but also raised a lot of serious questions. As pointed out here, crypto.com CEO is claiming they accidentally sent $400 million of their ETH to the wrong wallet. You couldn't talk about a bigger red flag now overall crypto.com saw its users withdraw 14 million in eth and 39 million in other tokens over the weekend according to data tracked by argus inc now can a 50% chronos price relief rally be ahead well let's discuss it strictly from a technical perspective chronos's price could nevertheless see a potential relief rally in the coming weeks a set of indicators support and said bullish outlook including chronos's weekly rsi which is the relative strength index which dropped to nearly 30 or nearly oversold territory and a similar drop in June earlier this year had preceded a 75% recovery rally from $0.09 to 16 cents as shown in this chart and the other bullish indicator includes strong historical support of six cents, and in addition, Kronos' current price range of six cents to eleven cents has the token's highest volume profile visible range on record. In other words, the Kronos price could recover to eleven cents up over fifty percent from the current price levels as its next upside target. And conversely, CRO slash USD falling alongside funding rates suggests its drop may have been driven by futures markets, which was also the case in collapse back in May. Thus, the persistent bearish sentiment across the entire crypto market could dampen Chronos's recovery prospects. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding crypto.com as an exchange and their cryptocurrency? Kronos, are you bullish or bearish? Hopefully, you don't have any of your crypto on the exchange regardless, but let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Do you feel that will be the next major exchange to collapse? Also, considering that they have their own token, which is another red flag that CZ says if their token does doesn't have any real utility, then what's the purpose of it? Just to prop up you know, the cost of their uh, ish coin. It's crazy. So trust nobody, verify everything at the end of the day. With that being shared, now let's discuss what is going on uh with FTX according to the one and only uh, El Salvador president, Najib Bukele. Let's break this down. The shockwave around the FTX explosion was felt globally as it severely fractured investor confidence. However, seasoned crypto entrepreneurs and supporters, including CZ and Najib Bukele, continue to see through the fog while putting pushing forward their vision for financial freedom. That's right. Bukele was the man behind Bitcoin's mainstream adoption in El Salvador, the first country to make Bitcoin a legal tender. And despite the backlash he previously received for purchasing Bitcoin as the market crashed, Bukele cited the recent FTX collapse to explain why Bitcoin is different. Quitting him here on crypto Twitter, FTX is the opposite of Bitcoin. Bitcoin's protocol was created precisely to prevent Ponzi schemes, bank runs, Enrons, WorldComs, Madoffs, Bankman Freeds, bailouts, and wealth. Reassignments. Some understand it. Some will not. We are still early, and it reminds us there are only 21 million BTC. Bukele called out FTX CEO Bankman-Fried and other financial fraudsters, including Madoff, while pointing out that the Bitcoin protocol prevents such bad actors from financial wrongdoers. Adding the following: Some understand it. Some not yet. We are still early. Now, United States Representative Brad Sherman recently blamed billionaire crypto bros for the delays in legislation, alleging their direct involvement in campaign contributions. Quoting them here. I believe it's important now more than ever that the SEC take decisive action to put an end to the regulatory gray area in which the crypto industry has operator, operated, the senator added. Now, Sherman's remarks relate to S. Sam Bankman-Fried's $40 million million fund infusion in the previous 2022 U.S. midterm elections. So there you freaking have it wild, to say the least. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss this recovery fund for the industry put together by CZ. An announcement from Binance CEO, Xiangping Zhao, triggered an immediate rise in the price of Bitcoin and overall crypto markets. CZ says he is forming an industry recovery fund to support companies and projects that are struggling with liquidity in the aftermath of the collapse of FTX, quitting him here to reduce further cascading negative effects of FTX. Binance is forming an industry recovery fund to help projects who are otherwise Strong but in a liquidity crisis. More details to come soon. In the meantime, please contact Binance Labs if you think you qualify. Also, welcome other industry players with cash who want to co invest. Crypto is not going away, we are still here. Let's rebuild. Now, Bitcoin rallied from a 24 hour low of 15.9 to a high of 16.6. Ethereum also bounced from a 24 hour low of 11.80 to a high of 12.33. The market cap moves chaotic over the weekend that began with ftx claiming it had been hacked as user account balances plunged to zero and millions of dollars in crypto began exiting the exchange and a few hours before the new announcement from cz disgraced ftx founder bankman freed posted a bizarre and incoherent message on twitter which just said number one what and number two h bankman freed has not said anything of material since Announcing his bankruptcy of FTX, FTX US, and Amalmita Research on Friday. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day and discuss this low price prediction by Rich Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Shall we? Here we go. The author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Kiyosaki, says he is not worried about the price of Bitcoin as Bitcoin fell below 17000 amid the implosion of the cryptocurrency exchange. FTX rich dad author uh uh <laughs> well rich dad has been a best-selling book for a very long time with over 32 million copies of the book sold in 51 languages in over 109 countries and quoting Robert kiyosaki Bitcoin worried no I'm a Bitcoin investor as I am an investor in physical gold silver and real estate I am not a trader or a flipper when Bitcoin hits a new bottom ten to twelve dollars I will get ex- I mean ten to twelve thousand dollars I will get excited not worried he added that he bets against the Federal Reserve, the Treasury, and President Joe Biden while betting on gold, silver, and Bitcoin. And the famous author has been recommending Bitcoin for quite some time. Last month, he explained why he buys Bitcoin. And in September, he urged investors to get into crypto now before the biggest economic crash happens. And he recently warned that the stock, bond, and real estate markets will crash as the Fed continues to raise interest rates. He has also repeatedly cautioned that the Fed rate hikes will destroy the U.S. economy. And he also believes that the U.S. dollar is toast, noting that Saudi Arabia has requested to join the BRICS nation's. The renowned author said that the end of fake money is here and predicted that the U.S. dollar will crash by January of next year. Very bold prediction by Rich Dad. Do you agree that the U.S. dollar will likely collapse sometime next year in 2023? And do you feel his bottom prediction of a 10 to $12,000 Bitcoin price will likely come to fruition? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.